What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the release. I'm getting right into it today, okay? Nick Nurse just got fired. All right. Now, I have brought you myself and David, who is also an avid Raptors fan, okay? We've been Raptors fans like our whole lives, okay? So 100%. We're here to give y'all just the get down of it, give our situations, and give our opinions. So, like I said, Nick Nurse was fired. Uh, you sent me an article. I'm just going to read it out real quick. Uh, that said, if I can find it. The, the article that I sent. Yeah. Hmm. He was on Mr. a story. Here we I'll go. So it, it says, what went wrong? It says, a nurse in the front office did not see eye to eye on player usage this year, especially when it came to the younger, less proven players on the roster. Rare is the executive coaching pair that is perfect. Rare is the executive executive coaching pair that is perfectly aligned, but it was noticeable. The results clearly were below everybody's expectations. Some of the coaches' relationships had frayed too. Gary Trent Jr. said after the season that he got used to the coach's criticism coming out in the media before Nurse told him in person, and more players had issues with Nurse privately. And that's according to Corrine and I, uh, David. You got that from the Raptors Insider. Yeah. So but there's a lot to unload there, man. Holy smokes. So I'm going to start it off with it is evident that there was clearly there was a problem between Nick Nurse and the front office. Um, You know, I, they were talking about the young guys in that they couldn't decide whether they wanted to start Scotty, uh, bench him, put him at point guard or, or whatever, and uh, give him the final shot, get the ball in his hands. And that resulted because Scotty was so – like, he was pretty much in a panic mode at that point. So that panic mode of Scotty resulted in him being hated by the fans this year and just getting absolutely decimated. And that's not an environment that you want for your rookie, right? It's like, it's, it, it's rough. It was, it was, I was definitely seeing it because I was in a, I'm in the Discord with a bunch of Raptors fans too. And everybody was just like getting at Scotty's poor performance. And I'm just like, yo, listen, y'all, he is in his second year. I know he just came off his rookie year like rookie of the year type of season, like he's not going to perform at like this top level. You got to let him develop, like show his game a little bit more. He just like, nobody knew how to guard him in his first year because he's a rookie going into the second year. You're going to be more prepared. That's why I feel like his slump a little bit showed up, but like getting into that, like the Nick nurse and like the not playing the bench, like, and the young guys specifically, like, I think that was one of the major problems this year because they didn't really know if they wanted to win or lose. Yeah, but obviously they they wanted to win, but like the players just didn't have, I guess, the talent enough to to win for some reason. You know what I mean? Like how like the same team last year went fourth, not fourth seed. Was it fifth seed last year? No, we were fourth seed last year. Fourth seed last year, and. The same team actually upgraded a little bit with the bench. Mm-hmm. And we're 10th seed this year or 9th seed this year. So, like, I feel like a little bit might have been due to the fact that, like, they didn't really like Nick Nurse and they wanted him to get fired. That's a little bit of a theory that I have. Mm-hmm. I feel like they purposely played a little bit worse to, like, try and get him out. But, like... I don't know. It was is it's a lot to unfold. It was crazy, bro. Yeah, and especially with people like Gary Trent Jr., who's I'd like to think of as a serious key to this Raptors offense mm-hmm. and who I think mm-hmm. we need to resign this year, is going out and saying, Yeah, bro, like 
I got used to criticism from the media from my coach. He's saying that the coach told the media about him before he told Gary Trent Jr. himself. Like, that's not good coaching. And that's going to tarnish him for a while, especially because one of the players is saying that. So it's I don't think he's going to find a job next year. I think he's going to be unemployed or have a, an assistant coaching job. I remember it was in the like near beginning of the season before the All-Star break. He made that comp like comment of like Gary Trent not playing as good defense as he should have. And that was when he moved to the bench. And I made a comment that time around that year. I'm like, why are you only going after Gary for bad defense when Fred Van Vliet has like was like at that time one of the worst field goals in the league? I think at one point in the season, he was like the worst field goals. In the, yeah. in the season. He actually ended off this year with the sixth worth field goal, like, in the season. Like, you're going to get at him when I think the only player who shouldn't be ridiculed this year at all is Pascal Siakam. I think everybody else should be held accountable for their poor performance because everybody has poor has played perform- poorly, goodness gracious, has played poorly at a certain point in the season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And to only make a comment about Gary was like very disrespectful because he wasn't the only one that was bringing down the team. And then him coming off the bench, he was playing like getting good solid 18 points and then came back. Actually, no, he played off the bench for pretty much the rest of the year. But still, like for him to only go after Gary showed a lot about how he... He was this year. He was yeah. he was definitely a lot more aggressive. And I think it might have been due to like some internal conflicts. Like you said in the before, like something's wrong with this organization and people need to be fired. Yeah, bro. What you said. Yeah. By the way, I called that. By the way, I'm gonna say I called that on <laughs> March 3rd. But um, you know, that 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 that's facts because when like you said, we couldn't decide whether we wanted to win or lose. And I feel like Nick Nurse may have wanted to win mm-hmm. because when you think about it, his entire time here as an assistant coach, he has not been a losing coach. Mm-hmm. He did bad one year in Tampa Bay and that's because we were ridiculed with injuries. We weren't at home. It's all that stuff. Right. But like he's fresh off a championship and, and you know, 50 plus wins every year with the Raptors just to get eliminated in the playoffs by Cleveland. Like we had yeah. some deep playoff runs with him, with him as assistant coach. Yeah. And now that he's not used to losing, I don't think he wants to. So, this entire time, I've been criticizing Masai Ujiri, saying, "Yeah, he's taken way too many, uh, way too much pride in the players that he's drafted." But mm. knowing Masai, he might have wanted a high pick, right? Yeah. It's not like he tried to do so good last year and try and get into that play. And we lost the last couple of games of the season, yeah. right? So, you know, I think Nick Nurse couldn't handle the fact that he had to be a losing coach for for just a short time, and that really got to him. Um, but now that he's fired. The job is open for for mm-hmm. new coaches. So who do you think the Raptors are going to sign right now to be that new head coach? I think even like before Nick Nurse is fired, there's there's been reports of like um, Ime Udoka. Forgive the pronunciation if I'm wrong. Of him being the the next coach. So I'm pretty sure he might be the next head coach. I know he has a little bit of like that issue that he had with Boston last year with the 
with what I can't specifically remember what problem he cheated he had, but... on Nia Long, bro. Oh, jeez. So yeah, he's obviously gonna have to address what he did, mm-hmm. make an apology, work on. He's probably like took this year to work on himself. The NBA probably made him do some like private stuff to work on so he could come back because like a lot of stuff happened this year regarding all that but yeah like I feel like Ime Udoka would be the front runner because he brought Boston Celtics to the finals like he mm-hmm. is a good coach mm-hmm. aside from like the personal stuff yeah of course I think he's the best coach in the league um and you know you also have guys like the Kings coach uh, I forget his name now but uh, no. you know, Mike Brown. I, Mike Brown. I knew it. it was my. I knew it. But yeah, uh, I think another. Of, I have two, three candidates. Mm-hmm. So of course, Emil Doka's one. He's like the perfect, perfect combination combination of offense, defense, and like player development. But then I also have possibly bringing someone like Mike D'Antoni, who's a free agent right now, mm-hmm. to help us further develop that offense because our yep. offense sucks. Right. 100%. Or we have someone like Mark Jackson who can, you know, develop that uh, the younger players, because let, let's face it, that Warriors team that he was coaching was all developed by the time Steve Kerr got there. And then Steve Kerr is the one who gave them the extra push. So if mm. you want some more younger player development, we bring in Mark Jackson or we, you know, sign Mark Jackson or Dan Tony as a little assistant coach type thing and bring in Ime Odoka for the head coaching job, because Mike D'Antoni just came off of an assistant coaching job, too. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I I think that would be deadly if we brought any one of those guys in. It would be perfect for us. But uh, even like articles and stuff are saying, Emil Odoka is the front runner. It's yeah. very likely that he's going to become the next coach. And yeah. with that, he's going to take this team, which is a solid, good team. Like we are a genuinely good squad and, and give us the extra push that we need. Yeah. And, but we can't make that extra push without having some off-season signings or some trades and stuff like that. So what do you think is going to happen in the off-season now, now that we have, we're have we going to have a new coach and we're going to have to make some changes? So what do you think is going to happen this off-season for the Raptors? There's going to be definitely big changes. Obviously, the head coaching job is going to mm-hmm. come and play. I think, personally, they're going to get rid of some of the assistant coaches. Mm. So, oh, think, yeah. Like... What's his name? AJ uh, Griffin. Something. I think it's just AJ Griffin. AJ Griffin. Yeah, he's, AJ... he's supposedly going to the Pistons. You think so, huh? Like uh, as a head coach? coach? Yeah, he's been interviewed. Ooh. The Raptors gave him permission to get interviewed. Fair, fair, fair. But yeah, no, I think uh, a lot of the that might totally be flipped. They might hire a whole new staff to try and bring in like a new winning culture type thing. Like fresh. And just, yeah, like a refresh. Um. I think one of our stars might get traded. I don't know why I feel like Fred Van Fleet might go, but I don't know who we're going to get in return. You know what I mean? Like, unless they like trade Fred and then they get like a f- couple first round picks for him. Cause I don't really see like, who else are we going to get? Especially after like, as much as I love Fred, he had a terrible season. Who is going to really want Fred? On their team. So here's the thing. Fred Van Vliet, since he is a free agent this year, mm-hmm. we could do a sign and trade yeah. or we can let him walk mm-hmm. and we can pick up, like we could throw a contract at D'Angelo Russell. Roughly the same amount of pay. Get for, Getting Freddie out of there is going to have leave us so much money. Mm-hmm. It's going to give us so much money. So if we want to stay, you know, not contenders, but playoff performers and get into that playoff spot and 
get better and better. We can sign a younger D'Angelo Russell, who's a better shooter, not as good as a defender. Yeah. But uh he still he still gives us that extra um for the offense. Uh, you know, we could if and even if we don't sign him, we let Freddie walk, you know, re-sign guys like Gary Trent Jr. and Jakob Pertl and stuff like that. Uh, and then just sign a bunch of young guys or just good offensive pace guys that yeah. that we can get. So I have a couple people written down here. So uh um, our free agents yeah. right now are Fred Van Vliet, Gary Trent Jr., Will Barton, and Jakob Pertl. So mm-hmm. I say we let Freddie walk. Resign Gary, resign Jakob Pertl, and then I don't really care what happens with Will Barton. If we choose to resign him, just make sure we get him for cheap. Yep. So let Freddie walk, throw a contract at D'Angelo Russell for playmaking and shooting, throw a contract at Dante DiVincenzo for shooting because he's a great shooter. Mm-hmm. We've, we've been seeing that that in that Kings Warrior, uh, Warriors series. Throw yep. a contract at Matisse Thibel for defense and throw a contract mm-hmm. contract at Herb Jones for defense because Herb Jones is sick. So there's a there's a lot of good guys that we can have out there. There's even people like Draymond Green out there that we can do, but mm. like eh, it's it's you know, nah. it's just 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 a thought. Or we can re-sign Freddie and potentially it'll be difficult, but possibly put something together for Damian Lillard. But the only problem with that is we're gonna have to give up Freddie, we'll have to give up OG, we'll have to give up Gary Trent Jr., we'll have to give up a lot for Damian Lillard. And that's the problem. Because yeah. According to what he said on Stephen A's world, uh, he pretty much wants out if if Portland isn't ready to make the moves they need to do to become an actual good playoff team instead of Dame having to carry them this entire time. Yeah. He's evidently getting pissed. Of course, you know, basketball isn't just about winning rings and stuff like that. But, you know, when you're a player as good and as legendary, top 75 as Damian Lillard, you're going to want a ring. You don't want to end up like Charles Barkley. <laughs> right? So, so yeah. he's going to want someone... To come over there and 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 help him out because he can't just keep getting helped by guys like you know Shade and Sharp and stuff like that. He's a young guy, Shade and Sharp. If you're hearing this, I know you've seen my DMs. Okay, <laughs> he's seen them. He's left me on red. It's okay. Just, come, bro. Just come to Toronto. Come to Toronto. That's all I'm saying. We but just, yeah, you, know you just you just throw Pascal and Fred, and then you get Dane and Shade and Sharp. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I just because I know for a fact yeah. we're gonna try and build around Scotty. We're yeah. gonna try and keep OG. I'm okay with losing Freddie. I'm not okay with losing Pascal right now, man. He he pretty much he gave us thirty six and six this year, right? So it's like one hundred percent. So so to lose that would suck. Uh, I really 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 want to see him come back, but if he goes, man, we better you know get something. some young yeah, and we better either some young talent or like someone. Equally as talented in return. Yeah, that that's the thing, right? So if, if Siakam gets traded this offseason, once again, going to be sad to see him go, just like it was sad to see Lowry go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be weird seeing Fred Van Vliet in a different jersey. Yeah. But um, you know what? It's 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 all right. Uh, I hope that the, the – I want to keep, what, three-man guys, and that's Pascal – oh, no, four-man guys, sorry. Pascal – OG, Scotty Barnes, and Gary Trent Jr. If we mm. have those four guys on our starting lineup, I think we'll be good. Get rid of everybody else. Even get rid of Jakob Pertl for all I care. Uh, I just want to keep those four guys and build around them. Pascal's quickly becoming a veteran, uh, like, mm-hmm. like a solid veteran that can yeah. help with young player development. He could really help Scotty on the offensive side. Uh, and, you know, so a player like that taking Scotty under his wing and keeping him there while still being fairly young himself is deadly. So I think yeah. we need to keep him in the situation here. Uh, the th- I think I want to the main guys I want to keep realistically is OG Scotty, uh, Gary Trent Jr. as well, and I'm pretty sure like that's it. Like as like 
the thing I love Pascal. Don't get me wrong. He's my dude. But if we can get someone in return for him, mm-hmm. because especially since this season, he's like, even against the good teams, he's performed well. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like even though our terrible season, like 41 and 41, but like he's played well against pretty much every single team he's played. He had like maybe a 15 game bad stretch. Not bad stretch, but like decent stretch. Yeah, it was like mediocre. Not, yeah, mediocre. But other than that, like he's played outstandingly well. He's the reason why we're 41 and 41. But I, to be honest, like OG is the one guy I really don't want to go. Obviously, Scotty as well. Scotty's mm-hmm. like the one guy everybody doesn't want to go. So I'm just like excluding him. The one guy I really don't want to go is OG because his defense is top That's tier. That's generational. It's it's top tier. He's first he, team all defense this year for sure. He's not gonna get it, but like he's he's that potential. He's the potential to win defensive player of the year. Like he's already got steals leader. He's the mm-hmm. st- league steal leader, bro. So yeah. if you can just have Scotty and OG, you build around that. You get offense around them because OG is a consistent shooter. Or like, well, consistent in a consistent shooter. I'll say it. Consistent yeah, shooter. He's consistent. Yeah. And then you just you get offense and defense and build around that. You have a solid team. Because mm-hmm. you have defensive presence in Scotty and OG, like your two anchors. And then you have offense to build around that. Mm-hmm. Scotty's a good playmaker. He can like no look pass. We've seen him do it like throughout his career. He can drive in the paint, pass it out. And if you can get someone who can shoot, then we can start winning. Like a lot of these <laughs> guys, fast. a lot of like the thing, the thing, I'll go back to your question about who, what do we need to do in the off season? The main thing we need to focus on is getting offensive talent. I think defense, we actually have a good solid people who can play defense we just need to focus more on offense this year Mm -hmm. like defense as much as it helps you win you also need the offense to help off the defense we have og we have scotty we have pascal who can defend we have Jakob who can defend you know what i mean gary trent is a good on ball defender as well Mm -hmm. if you can just get people who can shoot or like you know just like get solid points we would be a much better we would be in a much better place this year if we had that so that's yeah. what they need to focus on the off season is mm-hmm. offense 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 and then you have mm-hmm. Ime Odoka if he is if he is our head coach he can instill like this this team he can lead this team he can create plays he can like he can coach you know he can make mm-hmm. in-game adjustments and that'll like help us win True, true. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm looking at this trade finder right now because I, I, I don't know. I, their ESPN has a trade machine. So if we were to trade Pascal Siakam, I think trading him to the Trailblazers would be ideal okay. because the Trailblazers would be stupid if they don't re-sign Jeremy Grant, and they'd also be stupid if they don't re-sign guys like uh, Cam Reddish and Kevin Knox the second. So we could do Pascal Siakam. And maybe like someone else, like Thaddeus Young, who's a solid contract. Mm-hmm. And in return, we could get someone like Anthony Simons, uh, Shade and Sharp. If they pick, if they pick up Cam Reddish again, we could get him, 
right? And then like that, those are the types of trades the trades that could work. Or we can just go all in and get someone like you know Jeremy Grant in return, who's very similar to Pascal Siakam, slightly worse, but you know, uh, I think yeah, if if Siakam were to go somewhere, it has to be the Trailblazers. Um, I've been thinking that all year, and you yeah. know. Uh, it very well might happen this offseason, especially if the Trailblazers re-sign some of the young guys. Um, Fred Van Vliet, I don't know where he'll go. He's probably just gonna, we're probably just going to let him walk. But overall, no, big offseason mm-hmm. incoming for the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Big coaching changes that are going to come mm-hmm. in. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, we're looking better next year. But there's 100%. a possibility that we might tank, get some good draft picks, and I'd be okay with that. But... Let us know what y'all think in the comments, all right? This has been a quick just one-two episode, letting y'all know what we think should happen as two avid Raptors fans, all right? So thank y'all so much. God bless y'all. Make sure to like, subscribe, turn on the post notifications, comment, and share. That's five things for y'all to do, okay? You have five fingers. I want you to count all five, all right? Make sure to do that because that way we can get bigger than we already are, okay? And we are the best podcast on earth, and other people need to know this, all right? So thank y'all so much for watching. Have a good day, night, evening, wherever y'all stay at. God bless. Peace.